0: Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: It's a Saturday afternoon. I have my windows open. It's absolutely beautiful outside. So more than likely, there will be a a barking dog outside that will... Um, uh, make my dogs, uh, wanna talk back. So at any point in time in the show, you're probably gonna hear darking, darking, barking dogs in the back. Uh, sorry, not sorry. They are my family. Just, uh, and I guess I am. I'm just apologizing right off the bat. But anyway, um, Anita Marks from my living room. We have Ty, who is at the studio. Ty, it's been a while, man. I haven't seen you in like a month. How are you doing?
2: Hey Anita, it's almost like I forgot what you sounded like. It's good to have you back. (laughs) Do I
1: sound the same? I don't know. Do I do I sound the same?
2: No, you don't sound the same. I need some more. Yeah, because you sound like you've missed football, but you've got it back. So I need Mm. you to you know be a little bit more into it.
1: I have. I have missed football. My goodness. Um, And and by the way, what what are the ratings? Fifteen point six million people watched the NFL draft the the past two nights. 15.6 million people. Those have been the ratings. Highest ratings ever in the history of the NFL draft. And, uh, it just, it, let's be honest. It makes sense. We are thirsty. We are craving any type of like live sports action or even like the storyline. I'm sure a lot of us are are watching uh, The Last Dance with Michael Jordan and we have episodes 3 and 4 that are going to be airing tomorrow night which I'm really excited about and, and I'll dive into that. I'm with you for the next 3 hours, noon to 3, back here on the Airwaves on Saturday and I'm I'm really I'm thrilled about that. So, uh but yeah, we're just uh, we're we're jonesing at the end of the day. I mean, that's what we're doing. We are jonesing for uh for some sports content. So, again, I'm <laughs> And this is what's so magical. So I'm in my living room. Ty is at the studio and Kyrie is at his home working our phone lines. 800 919 is the phone number. So Kyrie, I know I can't speak to you, but, um, I just want to say hi and, uh, listen in, in, in this day and age, um, if you are healthy and if you are employed, God bless. Uh, those are really, let's be honest, the two most important things right now, uh, with all of us dealing with this pandemic and and god bless that the three of us are and i know i haven't been on the the airwaves in quite a while i just want to let you know that um i have been healthy um i i think i've been one of those who've been like um <laughs> I'm, I'm on the extreme side if you do follow me on social media i'm on the extreme side of being like uber careful i don't leave my apartment without a mask i always wear gloves i come home not only do i I leave my, uh, my bags outside the door. I wash and wipe down all my groceries before I put them in the refrigerator. If I walk my dogs, I make sure I wash their feet before I come in. I have outside and inside clothes and outside and inside, uh, sneakers and I've just been uber, uber careful um because i'm just i'm absolutely terrified to get COVID 19 so uh and mama mimi by the way who's down i've and and i just want to thank everybody by the way who's reached out to me on social media not only uh, wishing me uh well uh but also wishing my mom mama mimi to be well and i thank you all for that she's going to be on the show around twelve forty five today she is not happy i will tell you she is not happy with the tua pick which is very interesting to me. So um, I'm excited to have Mama Mimi on the show around 12:45. This is what I have lined up for you. Obviously, this is going to be a draft intensive show. Well, we are in the middle of the draft, and uh, the Giants and the Jets have drafted, I think, some some pretty darn good players. Mike Gideons, one of the best scouts in the in really who who caters uh, and is utilized by a number of teams in the NFL, is going to be joining me at 12:30 to really do a deep dive into, uh, in, into the selections for both the Giants and the Jets, and also some of the big storylines of the selections that have happened with the Giants and the Jets. Uh, Mama Mimi's gonna pop on at 45, get a chance to say hello to her, see how she's doing down there in Miami, and, uh, and, and what the reaction has been with the Miami Dolphins selecting Tua over Herbert which, uh, by the way, I think is a huge mistake. I think Herbert is the best quarterback in this draft, and uh, the fact that he went third overall in regard to to quarterbacks, I think it was a huge, huge steal for the Chargers. But we'll dive into that. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, as always, will join us around 1.30. We'll get her thoughts and her take, and we have possibly, possibly, fingers crossed, there's a good chance that we'll have Andrew Thomas, number one offensive lineman, uh, selected off the board and of course the first pick uh for the giants who more than likely hopefully will be joining us at two o'clock this afternoon so i'm really really excited to speak to him hopefully we can make that happen for you so uh, that's the show 800 919 i know guys uh, a lot of people are already uh getting on board and i do want to talk to you like i said it's been what ty i think it's been is it been over a month I, I, like i don't know about you but like I don't. I don't. Sometimes I even I I forget what day it is. Oh, absolutely. uh, In in regard to how we operate in life. So the last time
2: you were on was March fifteenth, Sunday, March fifteenth. How do you remember that? Well, the the point of reference is when the NBA got shut down, which was March eleventh. That was when uh, Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID. Right. We we did the show on the fourteenth, which was the Saturday. Came back on the fifteenth, which was the Sunday, and that's when you remember you were warning everybody about you know what was happening and how worried you were. And then that was it. That was pretty much it. That was yeah, when this people all thought started. It was crazy,
1: right? I had I had my doctor friend, Dr. Nick, come on the show a few times.
2: Yeah. Um, yep.
1: Yeah, I was I was I was terrified. I still am terrified. And we all should be. But um, we're
2: we're glad to hear you back. You're, you sound like you're doing well. And look, your first am, love is I, back. Listen. Your first love is back. NFL football. I know. Because Remember I, I when I first was hired here, I was trying to marry you off, so obviously <laughs> unsuccessful but the reason why (laughs) not
1: only were you trying to marry me off but you were also trying to make me a a, a huge nba fan
2: yeah so for Mm -hmm. two but the reason why that the first one was unsuccessful and it wasn't because like we couldn't find a man for you it's just hard to replace football as your first love hard to replace football nothing's gonna ever be more important than football
1: no probably not um but you know here's here's and and i just i know this is our, our opening segment And, and like I said, I I really, really want to dive into the draft because I think it's been a really fun one and there's such great talent out there and there's some teams that have made some great picks, but I I just, I, I want to end this segment on this. Um, I know these are trying times. I know we are in the middle of a pandemic and we were all, we are all terrified, not only for our economic climate, but what's going on health wise, but Each and every week, I try to take a step back and I try to think of like, what are the positives? Like what, like how has life changed for a number of, a number of us and what have been the positives in it? And a few things. Number one, um, I'm cooking more (laughs) because Ty, you know, I never cooked before. Like, like I'm literally, I'm cooking like six, five, six days a week. So my cooking skills have improved. Um, obviously a lot of us not going out no public transportation no so cycle trying to save a little bit of money um so that works uh my dogs are loving this they're they're pinching themselves going what is going on why is our human here all the time um this is fantastic so um this has worked out really well for my dogs and at the end of the day the the relationships that I have with my friends and my family have immensely improved. And not that they were bad before, but because everything else has taken a backseat in regard to how we socialize and, and how busy we are on a day to day basis. The amount of Zoom, uh, happy hours and Zoom dinners and conversations with friends and family. Um, have been so special and so important. And hopefully at the end of the day, even let's say how many months from now, uh, we do come up with a vaccine and we're all able to kind of go back to whatever quote unquote normal will be for us at that point. And we all don't know what that's going to be. But I know for sure that I am going to make sure that my relationships with my friends and my family remain as strong as they have been created throughout this process of what we're dealing with. And, um, and I, 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 the majority of people that I've spoken to, and I hope that those out there listening right now are in the same boat. I am not that you don't love your family, not that you don't love your friends, but uh, the importance of, um, communicating with them and sharing with them and getting closer to them on another, on on another level that I think we all just took for granted. Um, hopefully once things go back to quote unquote normal, that won't change and it will remain the same. And that's probably like the biggest positive that I'm looking, um, and experiencing through all this. So hopefully you are as well. All right. Um again, I am thrilled to be back on the airwaves. Uh and from what I understand, it's not just sat- this Saturday, it's 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 this Saturday and, and hopefully more Saturdays to come, which will be fantastic. Andy, Danny, Jay, I see you. You guys will be first up. I promise. We get back, I'm gonna take calls. Uh Mike Gideons is gonna join us at twelve thirty. We'll get his take. We'll really dive into the picks for the Giants and the Jets. Um I like I love one offensive lineman. I like another. I think both the Giants and the Jets have done well in this draft. And, of course, um, we, we're 15 minutes into round four, and we've got four through seven today, which should be interesting. So we will dive into all that in, in a lot of the storylines around the draft as well. So still a lot more coming your way. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. I'll get your calls as soon as we get back. Anita Marks with you, back on the airwaves. Here's-
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Incidentally enough, the draft is, you know, being hosted from various living rooms. How would what would your setup be like?
1: I don't know. But hey, listen, love him or hate him. I think Roger Goodell is crushed at the past two nights.
2: Yeah, I think so, too. People right? are hating like, on him and, because and, he looked like he was falling asleep last night.
1: Uh, man, I love like and we've seen a side of his personality. Like I was waiting for him and when he when he sat in that chair last night. I was waiting for him to gr- grab like a, a glass of cognac. <laughs> and, and right and just like
2: he's trying and, people are hating I, on him because he's corny with the jokes but he's trying you know, this is a tough thing to do he's not a TV guy
1: I don't know how tough this is to do you, you're, you're but, doing
2: endless coverage of, of you're doing seven not he's not doing seven rounds but he's he's doing the first three rounds of the draft it's it's tough know, to I, do
1: I, I mean i I don't know how tough it is to do but you know listen let's give a lot of and I'm not just saying this because obviously they are our employer. But let's give ESPN a lot of credit. Uh, the way that they have been able to, to really pull this off seem, seamlessly has been really, really impressive, uh, because as we know, whenever there's anything this technical, something's going to go wrong. And, uh, and the, I, I think ESPN has really like crushed it, like crushed it out of the ballpark in regard to uh, at least the first, the first two nights. So you got to give ESPN credit, and and I really like what we see. Part of me thinks that Roger Goodell was a little tipsy on Thursday night. I don't know about you, but um, I kind of like seeing the side of Roger. It's it's been it's been kind of fun in in a in a time where, unfortunately, we're going such through such a serious time. um, It's been a nice little little relief. All right, um, so let's do this. I, I do want to get to our calls, and like I said, we have Mike Gideons, who's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour at, at 12.30 to really dive into the picks. Obviously, the Giants, with their first pick, they get uh Andrew Thomas, um, who, by the way, that was who I said they were going to pick. I was on with Chris Carlin earlier in the week. He asked me, who are the Giants taking? I said, Andrew Thomas. He did ask me who the Jets are taking. I did think Becton was going to be there um, at 11.00 but i would have rather have seen the jets go for a wide receiver um i'm really high on andrew thomas i think he was the best offensive lineman in this draft um hands down uh and and thank goodness that the giants did get him because around noon on thursday i had gotten wind that the uh, Dolphins were trying to trade up with the Detroit Lions to jump ahead of the Giants and get Andrew Thomas. A lot of people felt that the, the Dolphins and or the Chargers were going to trade up to get Tua or Herbert to get a quarterback. But around noon on Thursday, I had gotten wind that they were trying to trade up to get Thomas before he landed with the Giants. And obviously that's not the way that, uh, the cookie crumbled and the Giants were able to get Thomas, which is huge. And then for them to get, uh, the best safety in the draft in McKinney, uh, in the, in the second round is, uh, was priceless. And, um, and then for the Jets to get Becton, listen, uh, size 6'7", 364, you kidding me, ridiculous, but, I, and, and again, Mike Gideons and I, we're, we're going to dive into some of the red flags in regard to Beckton and wow. the reasons why I would yeah. have gone with uh, CD Lamb or Jerry Judy there for the Jets. But again, wow. I'm not Joe D. He's the one who makes a ton more money than I do. And so, uh, so, so obviously he must know more than me. But then also for them to walk away with wide receiver Denzel Mims in the second round is huge. So the first and second pick for the Jets, um, I, I think is, could, could very well work out for both teams. So we'll see what happens. But like I said, Mike Gideons is going to join us, and we'll really dive into that and and also some of the other storylines in and around the draft. But I do want to get to the calls. Let's go first and foremost, uh, our good friend Andy, who's calling in. Andy, um, how are you doing first and foremost? um, Hopefully everybody in your family is is, is healthy and happy.
0: We're all quarantined here in uh, Highland Lakes, and sweet Jesus, it's good to talk to you, Anita.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Andy. That's sweet.
0: This is like the first normal thing I feel like I've had since it started. I've been following you on social media. I've been listening to your podcast. I even listened intently and have questions about your uh, podcast with Connor Rogers, which I listen to when I walk my dogs. And oh, my God, this is the first step to normalcy. I really appreciate you know, how you've been cheering on the first responders at 7 o'clock in New York, which is you know my hometown, even though I live down here now. And, you know, I always try to stay on the positive. And having you back is like another piece of normalcy that I need. I wish they gave you the equipment a little earlier than today. And I haven't heard you whether you say you're on tomorrow from 9 to 12. I hope you are. And, my God, it's good to hear you. And if your mom needs any care packages or delivery, I know Aventura is a little far from where your mom lives, but... I'd be happy to do it off air, I offered you that before on social media, and it's just great hearing your voice.
1: Oh, that's so sweet, Andy. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, Mama, Mimi, Mama Mimi's gonna jump on around 1245. I'll tell you what, she's, uh, she's not thrilled with the Tua Pick, which I, I have to be honest with you is, is a little surprising to me. So you're down there in Miami. Um, what, what, what is the feeling? What is the vibe down there? Is it, is it, is everybody on board with the Tua Pick? Would, did they want her back? Yes.
0: Everybody is on board with the two a pick. I told your producer who turned me on to young thugs that uh and you can correct me if I'm wrong because I listened to your podcast so I know that you were here for the Dan Marino era. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mean, you know, since I've been in Miami, the quarterbacks have been Scott Mitchell. Okay? I mean, do you want yep. me to go down the list that starts with Scott Mitchell? Scott Mitchell, Mitchell and
1: Jay Feely, Jay, Jay Feely.
0: Yes, we had, you know, which is great for me, we had a string of Jewish quarterbacks, which is, you know, the only <laughs> NFL team to do that, which, which gives me a great source of pride, but as a Jew is not usually the go-to move when you want to win games. Um, right. And Jay Fiedler, if I remember, like went to Dartmouth or something, and his grandfather was Arthur Fiedler. I mean, those are the string of quarterbacks we've had. Really nice what guy. It? Wasn't
1: his stepbrother want... Anthony Mason? I think he, I think his stepbrother was, right? Didn't his family adopt Anthony Mason? Yeah,
0: they they right. actually did. And and your knowledge is amazing. What I'm going to tell you is this, and because I listened to your podcast, I was really curious. Connor Rogers sounded it, too. You never said what you thought the immaturity was off the field on Vectin. I thought it might be about the drug test, so I want you to answer that. But before you answer that, because you said off the field issues and maturity issues, because... He looks like a cool player to me. But what I want to tell you is this. Tua gives a sizzle. My son was due to graduate at University of Alabama. And unfortunately, you know, obviously it was canceled. And we're going to try to do a nice virtual graduation for him and get everybody on Zoom. But I'm going to tell you, yes, I know the hip's an issue. What do I care if Patrick starts for a year? And Tua gets healed with his hip. I, I, you know, the Dolphins are not going to win the Super Bowl next year. The Super it's Bowl not, is going to be... But
1: intense. Andy, Andy, this is the thing. It's not about next year. It's it's about his career. If you get injured in college, chances are you're going to get injured in the pros, if not more. And there, there, were, there were a number of, of teams that didn't even have Tua on the board. Marinating that for a second. Didn't even have him on the board because his hip issue... It's not if it's when he's going to need a hip replacement. Now the Dolphins could sit back and pray to God that that hip replacement won't won't have to come until he's in in his forties, maybe his fifties, maybe his sixties. But there are a a lot of health issues when it comes to Tua, and so this this is this is a huge,
0: huge. Can I be the counterpoint? Can I be the counterpoint?
1: This is a huge risk reward, Andy. Uh, And 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 and, and at the and listen at the end of the day. I hope it pays out. I, I hope it pays off. I really do. Like I am rooting for him. Don't think for a second I'm not rooting for Tua. He's a really good kid, with all the respect I, I didn't mean to call him a kid. He's a really good young man. I'm rooting for him. But understand the magnitude of risk reward here in drafting him where the dolphins did. Andy, this is this was this was this is really going especially with Herbert. Especially with Herbert there for the taking.
0: Can I respond? Yeah. Okay. Herbert's senior year, eh, you know, I I did not think, I thought after his junior year, uh, I I thought his numbers were better his junior year than his senior year, number one. I listened to Carson Palmer, and I was curious, maybe you can tell me whether Carson Palmer's brother's with Jordan Palmer, because I know Jordan Palmer is the California quarterback. Yeah, that's his brother. I figured, because he was not high on... uh, on Herbert, he said Herbert had only one game where he ran for like 90 yards and that it seemed that Oregon, which has a pro-style offense, really scaled it back to Herbert. And, you know, I, I'm sure, I'm sure he might have a little inside knowledge from his brother, but Carson Palmer was not high at all on him. And what I would say about Tua, because my son and goes keep, to Alabama, But keep
1: in mind, the Palmer brothers were were coaching Burrow, so you know, it's not like it's not like the the, the Palmer brothers are gonna come out and and commend a player that some feel are better than Burrow.
0: I Anita, all I'll tell you about Tua is this. He has that it factor. And yes, I do believe, you know, look, I he, he hurt I think his wrist and I think Mike Lombardi got into a huge match with Moomra and over the fact that he disclosed that. But I'll tell you this about Tua. His accuracy, his arm. The fact that he came into an SEC game, the fact that he came into a national championship game as a freshman and led his team down the field and won it and came and joked. If you remember, he had a penalty called on him. He went up to Nick Saban. He goes, hey, coach, I guess I got that wrong and started laughing because they had a delay of game penalty that ended a rally. Then he came in and replaced him and won the national championship. Here's the thing,
1: Andy. You don't have to sell me on him. I get it. And, Andy, I, I've got to take a break because we do have Mike Gideons who's coming on and but I but I thank you, thank you for calling in and thank you for your kind words. Listen, I'm I'm not I'm not knocking Tua's talent at all. He's exceptional. He's exceptional. Just understand what a huge risk this is for the for the Dolphins, because this is a player that has not been able to stay healthy, whether it's hip, ankle, hand, whatever the case may be, has not been able to stay healthy. If you can't stay healthy in college, uh, chances are you're not going to stay healthy in the pros.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Again, I'm uh, I'm broadcasting from my living room. Again, I, I apologize. Sorry, not sorry for the dogs in the background. Um, and uh, and we've got Ty who's producing the show from the studio, and Kyrie is at home answering the calls eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. So, uh, the magic of technology at its finest, right here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. So, uh, Ty, I'm I'm curious. We just heard from Mama Mimi. Uh, yes, yeah, she definitely sounds like a negative Nelly. I'm a negative Nelly as well when it comes to to to. to uh, I will say it. I, I, really, I, I think, I think the Dolphins, I think they screwed up as well. I would have gone Justin Herbert. I actually think Herbert at the end of the day is going to be a better quarterback. And again, just because of the durability issues as well. I, I think it's, it's, I, I understand the, the, the risk reward in the Dolphins taking Tua. And maybe I just want to play it safe. I don't know. Uh, but. Your thoughts were you were you did you anticipate the Dolphins to take Tua at 5 was that at all a surprise for you or no
2: It wasn't a surprise but you figure that if ever you're going to get a franchise quarterback for the first time in a quarter century uh like the Dolphins who are you know 24 years removed from Dan Marino you've got to take the risk right because it's the, it's the only way you're going to put yourself in position to no longer be the laughing stock now like, Tua to Tungavailoa, like, obviously the numbers are outstanding. One of the best players we've ever seen in the history of college football. Like, look at his passer efficiency rating, you know, 24 games as a starter. He's won 22 of them. So it's it's really hard to ignore those numbers. I understand that the injury concern, but you just hope and pray that's no longer a factor during his professional career. And, and if that's the case, then you've got one of the best quarterbacks uh in the NFL, like easily one of the quarter, best quarterbacks in the NFL.
1: So again, Tua goes to the Dolphins at five. Justin Herbert, uh, I think, is is a steal for the Chargers at six. Uh, but two other quarterbacks that were selected so far, one was Jordan Love, and he went to the Green Bay Packers, which the Packers traded up for him, and and really surprised a lot of people. Um, listen, uh, at, at this stage in the game, Jordan Love, first of all, you know, the comparison with him is is a Patrick Mahomes. So for him to fall as far as he did, I, 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 understand the Green Bay Packers trading up to get him, especially in regard to where you are with Aaron Rodgers right now. Now, Aaron Rodgers wants to play for another five years. Um, you know, and, and Jordan Love is a project. Jordan Love is not the kind of, he's, he's not the quarterback that you're going to draft and plug and play immediately. He's a project. He does have some holes in his game, but. In regard to his athletic ability and his talent and his skill set, you you know, you're, you're talking about a guy who can throw the ball as effortlessly as we see Patrick Mahomes throw it and has the athleticism to extend plays and do what we see Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, to me, I don't have a problem with that risk reward, especially where he was drafted and understanding that he's probably two or three years away. So uh, to me, I, I, I like the pick. For the Green Bay Packers, I like that they went out and, and got and, and got Jordan Love. I really do because this is a guy that is going to take a good two or three years to get ready. And let's be honest, same thing happened with Aaron Rodgers. You know, Packers don't. Let's not forget. You know, Packers went out and drafted Aaron Rodgers while they had Brett Favre, and he sat behind Brett Favre for quite a while until he was ready to go. Now, interesting to note here, dead cap amount for the Green Bay Packers, if let's say they choose to move on from Aaron Rodgers next year is like over $30 million. I went like 31 something. Same in 2021. I'm sorry, 2022. And then in 2023, I want to say the dead cap amount is like around 18 million. So it's just, and the fact that uh, the Green Bay Packers drafted Jordan Love in the first round means that they get that fifth year option. So it just makes sense. It just makes sense. Uh, and, and then I know that the other one that was kind of like, that took a lot of people by surprise is Jalen Hurts getting drafted by the Eagles. Now, the Eagles, Howie Rosen came out and said, there's no quarterback controversy here. We're not doubting Wentz. Wentz is going to be the starting quarterback. But keep in mind a few things and, and, and another reason why I really like this pick for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And that is Wentz has, has been known to get injured, right? He's injury prone. So you never know. Um, and number two, you know, Hertz has that skill set of a Lamar Jackson and a Taysom Hill. Take a look at how the Saints utilize Taysom Hill. And I can envision Doug Peterson, I envision the Eagles and Doug to be able to create plays and utilize Hurts in the way that the Saints utilize Taysom Hill, because that's the skill set that Hurts brings to the, to, to the table. So it's not that the Eagles went out and drafted a guy that's going to come in and compete with Carson Wentz or... Um, you know, is 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 going to take over the starting quarterback position? Really, what the Eagles did is they went out in this new kind of like very sexy, exciting style play that we see now in the NFL with Lamar Jackson and the Saints. Whenever they bring in Taysom Hill, and is is an an offensive playmaker, really beyond just hurts having the quarterback skills, an offensive playmaker that co- that can come in with certain schemes and and, and utilize a certain skill set that is going to help the Philadelphia Eagles win some ball games and put some points on the board. So I, I know that those two picks have really gotten people um, a little perplexed, and I, and, and I I understand, but not for me. Like, I understand the pick for Love. It's an investment pick for the, for the Green Bay Packers um, in the next three years. And I understand the pick for Hertz. Again, it's not a competition for Carson Wentz. It's it's another skilled position player that you can utilize on offense that is uh, going to help you really um, create some, I think, exciting um, game plans and plays that you could utilize and tap into his talents. And so, I I actually I like both those those picks. Do you Surprise. like this, picks, Ty?
2: So if we can go back to the Aaron Rodgers situation, you compared mm-hmm. it to Rodgers Favre. And I think why it's it's a bit of a false equivalency is, you know, Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. And in that draft, if we go back, there was a lot of conversation about Rodgers probably being the best quarterback. Like he he possibly could have gone number one. I don't recall ever hearing that about Jordan Love. And, and yeah, I but good-
1: here's the thing. But Ty, really quick. Did you ever hear that besides me? Okay, I will toot my horn on occasion. Besides me, who else was saying that Lamar Jackson was the best quarterback in that draft class?
2: Not many people. Not many. Well, I mean, to be so, honest, a lot of people were trying to switch his position. That's that. That's how low they are, were on him. Yep. But exactly. so I, I mean, my point is to compare Jordan Love to Aaron Rodgers just feels it. Just feels a little aggressive. But what I would say is, if you are a, if you have a superstar in any sport. Your goal is to compete for championships. And that superstar gives you the, 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 the the opportunity to do so. So anything that involves free agency and the draft, what you're trying to do is surround that guy with the pieces that are necessary to help him win a championship. The Packers last year got to the NFC title game. We're not too far removed from that. And it's similar to basketball. Like, you know, if you have LeBron on your team, You take on bad contracts. It's not about building for the future. It's about now. And for the Packers to not only draft a quarterback in the first round, but to trade up to do so, you're using a valuable asset to take a quarterback. When you looked at the Packers offense last year, they had Devontae Adams and a bunch of who's like, who are these guys? I think what you have to do. When you've got Rodgers at thirty six, you don't you don't care about the future. If you win a championship next year, no one cares about who the heir apparent or Aaron Rodgers is. You're celebrating the fact that you just won a title. So this idea that well we've got to set ourselves up for the future is is asinine.
1: But but here's the thing, Ty and 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 they and, and the Green Bay Packers said this. They did not expect Jordan Love to fall as far as he did. So, un, un, under, understand what what the conversation was in that living room slash war room, right? And that is, we know we know that we can get a really good wide receiver here that's going to help Aaron Rodgers and help us win some ball games. But we've got Aaron for maybe another two years or three years, let's say. We got Aaron for another three years. This. This young man's skill set, which many feel is equivalent, could eventually be equivalent to a, a Patrick Mahomes. Is sitting for us in, in 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 an area that we can take him and set ourselves up for another ten years post Aaron Rodgers. Oh boy!
2: But see, that's where the philosophy we, we, is flawed. We, we
1: need we need to we need to move on that. But see, that's like, where the like, philosophy like, is flawed. I truly flawed. believe if if Love wouldn't have fallen as far as he did. I think the Green Bay Packers. I don't think the Green Bay Packers were in the market for a quarterback, but it just so happened this quarterback with this skill set and this upside fell to them in an area that they just could not pass up. So, I, like, I, I guess I get. I'm not making excuses for them. I just, I, I guess, I get it. Like, I get it.
2: I think it's flawed. So you said that's probably what they were thinking. Here's what they should have been thinking. Listen, we have one of the best quarterbacks of all time on our team. We are coming off a trip to the NFC title game where, yes, we got the doors blown off of us by one team. But outside of that, I would say we were pretty good last year. We were one game away from the Super Bowl. If we just draft you know, the necessary assets, if we just surround him with a few more pieces, maybe we're in the Super Bowl next year. Maybe we can win another championship. I don't care about the future. The future doesn't matter to me when I have one of the greatest players who've ever lived at my quarterback position.
1: Yeah, and, and and you know I, I think that's that's and that's understandable as well. And I, I would imagine that there are a number of Green Bay Packer fans out there that want to see this team compete this year and and feel really upset about this pick. Um, I get it, I totally get it. I get both sides, I guess, is what I'm saying. We get back. Hey, by the way, I wanted to ask because you're really big into the NBA. Um, I'm assuming you're watching The Last Dance.
2: It is what you would call appointment television.
1: It is appointment television. So we had episodes one and two last Sunday. We've got episodes three and four coming tomorrow night. Pretty stoked about it. Here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.